This right here is the best of Brittany and Balzer on the Z93 Morning Buzz. So singing in the shower could help you lose weight. Mm, I don't know about all that. The London Singing Institute says singing in the shower can burn up to 136 calories an hour. Chances are you're not spending an hour in the shower, I am though. not. But even if you're in there for half of that, you're still That's burning still calories. still way too long of a shower. <laughs> so apparently, when you belt out lyrics to, say, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Oh, come on. During those winter morning showers, you're forcing yourself to practice mindful breathing. Sure. Mindful breathing is great for relieving anxiety. And so all of those things are good for you, right? And then will help to, you know maybe lose some weight. Now, now it, it, there's a disclaimer. Of course. <laughs> it says it's not enough to help you lose weight on its own. Sure. <laughs> a more effective weight loss method would involve healthy eating exercising. So, you know. I knew there was a catch because I sang really loud in the shower yesterday and I don't feel like I'm any smaller. Best of Brittany and Balzer on the Z93 Morning Buzz. This right here is the best of Brittany and Balzer on the Z93 Morning Buzz. Shaw, have you ever done Facebook Marketplace? I have not, personally. Okay. My husband has, but I have not. I don't love it, but it is useful, yep. right? I've, I've used it more as a seller than a buyer, but my roommate had way too many sets of Christmas dishes. Sure. And I was like, we should try and sell these. Somebody wants Christmas dishes, yeah. right? So uh, I put them up on Marketplace. This is not me trying to sell them on the air. This, right. is, me, this is me sharing with you the, my amazing post. Okay. Okay. Fabulous Christmas dishes set. Just found out you're hosting this year, but nothing to serve on? Are your in-laws coming, but you don't trust them with your super good fancy dishware? <laughs> Do you just really like Christmas and you want to use these year-round? We got you. <laughs> this wonderful prize package includes everything nice. but the food. Nice. <laughs> and then I list all of the mm-hmm. ridiculous. Right. How much are you asking? 75 bucks. Ooh. There's a ton. Of, okay. There's a ton. Like okay. it really? is. That's a thing? Yeah. There's two 12-piece sets. Oh two four-piece sets, salt and pepper shaker, gravy boat, a pasta serving bowl, something called an oval baker. I don't know what that How is. How do you end up with that many Christmas dishes? These are the questions that I don't ask. I love Christmas very much, and I don't have that many Christmas dishes. I, In fact, I only have a few. There's also four cappuccino mugs that are Santa with a corgi. I don't know. <laughs> sure. And something called a footed bonbon serving tray. It's like a little, it's like a crystal like. Maybe you'd have better luck like trying to sell them separately as sets as opposed to here's all of these dishes together. Well, who wants just a gravy boat? <laughs> but aren't they different sets? No, they're all, oh. like it all matches. Oh. Everything matches except for the footed bonbon. That is a separate thing. <laughs> and what the, the heck? The cappuccino <laughs> mugs are also separate, but I felt like that. After it's like it's like Santa in and a world. corgi. It's super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the, the dishes are cute, but like, you know, especially Where do you store all that? In the basement. And that's the problem. <laughs> Got it. That's exactly the issue, honestly. Is okay. that like how many sets of Christmas dishes yeah. do we need? If I'm being honest, Shaw, now that Brittany mentioned that, I feel like if these don't sell, guess what Brittany's getting for Christmas? Oh, oh boy. Mm-hmm. I would take some of them. No, See? you have to take all of them. No, That's the rule. All of them. Take it deal. all. <laughs> Get it out of the house. Catch the Z93 Morning Buzz live weekday mornings on Z93.
Do you remember that viral, like, tomato feta pasta? It was, like, a year ago, maybe, on TikTok. It's basically just, like, tomatoes and feta and some stuff. Vaguely. Okay. So, that was, like, a big thing. And I never had it, honestly, because I'm not a huge feta fan. Mm -hmm. But my roommate the other day sent me a recipe that she had seen on Insta that was to make the tomato feta with spaghetti squash. Oh, okay. And I got this spaghetti squash from a friend of mine months ago. It's just been sitting in our kitchen because it's ginormous. How long do those Squash is good like forever. Not really forever, but for a very long time, right? Which is why I had no desire to eat it immediately. It was like, oh, that's going to be fine for a long time. We have other things that are more perishable, right? I've had squash, but I've never had spaghetti squash. Oh, I think you'd like it. Okay. If you like squash, yeah. What's great about spaghetti squash is that you can pretend that it's pasta and it's not pasta. I like that. So it's less terrible for you. In this recipe, I've got it up on the Buzz blog on the app and in Z933.com. The first pro tip was to cut the spaghetti squash crosswise instead of lengthwise. Oh, okay. Shaw, do you cook spaghetti squash? I don't, know. Oh, okay. Well, I have always cut it lengthwise because that seemed to me like yeah. the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, there's more surface area. Yeah. So it seems like it would cook more quickly. Or evenly, yeah. Yeah. So in this case, it, it was a very large squash. Yeah. She had it um, so that you had a little lower temperature where you cooked it for longer. Okay. So you cook the squash, right? And then in you another... Bake it, right? Yeah, you bake yeah, okay. it. It was like uh, 400 degrees for 45 minutes. Okay. In our case, it was a little longer because, like I said, we had a very large squash. Sure. It sounds braggadocious to say like that, but it was, it was a big squash. And um, then we... And then, and then another pan, you put uh, sliced shallots and feta and olive oil and tomatoes and... The mm. recipe said crushed red pepper flakes. Well, we didn't have any of those. So guess what? Yeah, we didn't put didn't those in there. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it was really easy. And then some garlic in there as well. Yum. Right? And then you bake that, and then that gets all delicious. Yep. And then after you pull out the tomato mixture, you put some fresh basil on top and stir that in. Then you stir that into the squash. Oh, I bet you could also put pesto in that. Probably. And that would be good, too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you can... The, the thing about spaghetti squash is you can use it like pasta. You can make it... You can make it with... I've had it with Alfredo. I've had so, it with, like, just marinara. Did you bring us some? No, but I brought some yesterday, and you were not around mm. when I was mm. going to offer some. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was right before our staff meeting, and I didn't know where you were. <laughs> And so, you didn't get any. I was in another meeting. But don't worry, I have more, so I can bring it in tomorrow, okay, if you would great. like. Would you like some shots? It sounds very fresh. Yeah, yeah. I feel Super like good. Mm-hmm. And because of the tomatoes and the basil, it's like red and green, and we served them on Aww, Christmas plates, nice. so I feel very like cute. that made it a holiday mm-hmm. dish. Sure. But yeah, I've got the whole recipe. I put it up on TikTok as well. If you're not following us on TikTok, it's Z93 Lacrosse, um, but it's also the whole recipe like written out cool. is uh, a lot easier on the Buzz Vlog on the app and at Z933.com. Brittany and Balzer on the Z93 Morning Buzz. Brad Williams joining us from the Wisdom Newsroom. Brad, guess what? What? I've got a Christmas quiz for you and Balzer. (laughs) Really? I do. Are you ready? Oh, sure. Okay, well, actually, you're going to go first. So this is a a multiple choice situation. Okay. All right. The tradition of lighting the tree at Rockefeller Center began in which year? A, 1910, B, 1931, or C, 1942? I want to say 31 because I think that's about how old Rockefeller Center is. That is correct. In fact, workers at the center pooled their money to buy a 20-foot balsam fir 
that Aww. they decorated with garlands that were handmade by their families. Oh my gosh. So that's how it started. There you go. Isn't Tough that times. cool? And that's now great. it's like freaking ginormous yeah. and the just the thing on top's like a bajillion dollars, yeah. right? It's okay. like a Swarovski crystal ball, right? Yes. I don't remember. Yes. All right, balls are your next. Okay. In the classic movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. What happened every time a bell rang? An angel gets its wings. You didn't let me do the oh, thing. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. A, an angel granted a wish. Okay. B, an angel bumped its head. <laughs> or C, an angel got its wings. I'm going to go with C. Yes, you're no fun. You wait for the multiple choice. I forgot. Brad? Don't bite your head, Claire. And so just, just, just watch out there. <laughs> All right, Brad. What did Frosty the Snowman do when a magic hat was placed on his head? A, he disappeared. B, he began to dance around. Or C, he sang a Christmas carol. <laughs> According to the song, he began to dance around. Correct. According to the cartoon, he said, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is right, yeah. <laughs> and Balzer, final question. What are you supposed to do when you find yourself under the mistletoe? Mm. A, jump up and rip it down. <laughs> B, make a wish. Or C, share a kiss. I mean, A is the correct answer, but I think you're looking for C. <laughs> It depends on where you're at in Jump life, up right? and rip it down. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> Brad, Brad's like, I ain't kissing nobody under the mistletoe. I'm going to rip it down. Everybody's got all these germs. I don't need any of that action. No, thank you. Well, you both did a great job. The best of the buzz. That Teddy Swims. I absolutely love that song. I'm Yeah, actually gonna, his voice is fantastic. I'm going to post this video on the Z93 Lacrosse Facebook page, but he was on Kelly Clarkson, and of course they had to sing it together. Try my best to keep from tearing Clarkson is so well, good. That and he's good. Teddy swims. Like I love that song. Mm-hmm. I think that is such a good song. And yeah. the cool thing about Kelly is that she's got this talk show, right? But then she turned it into. Of course, she had to sing on it, right? The karaoke that she does is oh, always fun. But the fact that she has people in and then they sing with her. Can you imagine the stress of like, oh, I'm just going to sing my song with Kelly Clarkson on the Kelly Clarkson show? Well, and she may feel like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm, like, sure, I'm sure she gets that way, too. Yeah, but it's a it's a thing that I really I just love Kelly. Well, I, I like that when Kelly sings with people, she doesn't take over the yep. song. Yep. Like this one especially, like she could have just gone bonkers yes. on it and been like, it's the Kelly Clarkson show, listen to how great I am. <laughs> and instead she seems to like really just enjoy like collaborating right. with people, right? <laughs> I wish you do that again. <laughs> it's the Kelly Clarkson show and I'm Kelly Clarkson. Brittany and Balzer on the Z93 Morning Buzz. So Shaw, do you know what today is? Uh, December 14th. It's our anniversary. Oh, yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Guess, guess how many years? Well, I saw the Facebook post, oh, so I know how many man. years, but... Eight so, years. Eight years already. Eight years Eight today. years. Congratulations. That's pretty impressive. Well, so, you're part of that, pal. So you congratulations are. Yeah. To you. You've obviously been here longer than either of us, but we're not going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, you know, uh, we, we've been together on the air 
as a partnership for eight years, but we've been friends for just about 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I, so I suggested, how about another 20? Okay. We ready? Let's go. I like it. Shaw, you in? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> we've no, always 20 years is a long time it yeah. is it is but like okay like we're not how, the neediest of friends how about though, like Shaw. 10 you go habsies 10 maybe 10 yeah okay. you don't have to work here for another 20 you just oh. have to be our friend for another oh, 20 oh sure I can yeah. do that yeah. sure okay <laughs> I was just like, want to make sure what we're talking needy. about no you can leave whenever you want no, but then you. you have to but, be our friend still but we would be sad though so just don't make it anytime soon right. yeah, yeah yeah I didn't I didn't mean to push you out the door my friend but I also am not asking you to commit for another 20 years of doing right. this every morning Um, I was asking that so that, that's just yeah let's be clear I only committed to being your friend for okay. another 20 oh, years shoot. I'm definitely on board with okay. that awesome oh, we're all the same I'm not on the same page. Well, okay, well, get on our page. (laughs) More of the Best of the Buzz podcast next. It's the Best of the Buzz podcast. Shaw Balzer, we're going to play a game. Okay. This is Who Said It? Chris Kringle or Chris Jenner? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Chris Kringle, in this specific game, they would be uh, characters from movies who are playing Santa Claus, right? In a movie. Okay. Yep. So here's the line. This isn't things that Santa said to you personally. Right. Got right. it. Right. So it'd be like lines from a movie okay, or Chris it. Jenner said sure. it. Okay. Shaw. Okay. So grateful to have my own version of one of my favorite Christmas songs. Oh, boy. Uh, I'll say Chris Jenner. Correct. Nice. Nicely done. All right, Balzer. Yeah. That's not very ladylike. Uh, Chris Kringle? Correct. Yeah. Said by Tim Allen as he mm. played the Santa Claus. Shaw, I know how to keep a low profile. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that sounds like something Santa would say. Yes, Chris nice. Kringle, Billy Bob Thornton as Bad oh, Santa. Yeah. Uh, Balzer, I couldn't be more excited to be delivering real presents to people on the nice and rarely naughty list. Oh, that could go either way. Mm. Um, let's go with Chris Jenner. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Last one, Shaw. <laughs> we want to grant wishes and make people's year. Anyone need a flight home to see their family or a television? (laughs) (laughs) That's quite random. Uh, I don't know. Let's go uh, uh, with uh, Chris Kringle. No. Uh, No. Random was the key there. He's just giving away TVs. Chris Jenner, random is the key. Yeah. Anyone need a TV? Right. Like a a flight home or a TV? TV? Mm -hmm. Take your pick. This is not the same, but. When was that? I I I missed that post. I I should have commented on that. (laughs) I will take both, please. Thank you, Chris Jenner. Bye. Good job, guys. So this is a lot to unpack. Oh, good. Uh, But we're we're going to. It's not even 7 o'clock. We're going to get to. It. All right, so there's a personality profile. What your toast and butter choices <laughs> say about you. Okay. If you enjoy burnt toast, you are a fearless and controlled individual oh. who values perfection. <laughs> Correct, right? I'm yeah. like, how does that? I have no idea how they figure Well, this if out. your definition of perfect toast is burnt, then sure. Okay. Nailed it. Those who prefer dark brown toast so a little less than burnt, sure. are decisive and take time to savor each decision while also being open-minded and fair. Wow. This is a lot to unpack. Medium brown toast lovers are perfectionists who set high standards for themselves and expect others to follow suit. Now, if you only like your toast a little bit golden, <laughs> you enjoy the sensory experience of food. Ooh. Those who prefer white but crisped toast <laughs> are picky 
and like to think they're special. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you are special. You like to think that you're special and that's adorable. And then the buttering. Okay, so there's only, there's a few. I mean, I told you, it's a lot to unpack. If you always butter your toast, it means you value teamwork. (laughs) Right? I'm telling you, I have no idea how they're... Never buttering your toast shows a preference for focus and intensity. Having a pool of butter in the middle of your toast <laughs> suggests self-indulgence. Okay. And if you don't butter your toast all the way to the edges, it indicates a chaotic and risk-taking approach to life. Wow. Whoa. What if you don't butter your toast because you're like, I don't need that extra fat in my life? What does that say about... My friend. Yeah, it's like <laughs> never buttering your toast shows a preference for focus and intensity. Yeah, I don't know that that's a that's what I do. do you but it's not my I, preference. Do you think I came up with? I this? don't. I don't. Be- which is why I saved most of my questions for my inner monologue. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one I wanted to share with the class. Here. I mean that that's, that's quite the insight. How there. do you, how do you like your toast styles? Um, I like it kind of. On the verge of being burnt. Okay. Not burnt, but like that dark I feel like, golden. I feel like, Shaw, I feel like you're a, a lower toasted. I am, yeah. Kind of a light golden. Yeah. I so l- I'm medium, which means perfectionists who set high standards for themselves and expect others to follow suit. That sounds about right. I was right. going to say, that's mm-hmm. not inaccurate, I would say. Yeah, I think I'm like one less than medium. I, I want it to have a little color. Mm-hmm. I think you're both, then that means you enjoy the sensory experience Apparently. of food. It I is. wouldn't disagree with yeah. that. Listen, it's pretty spot on, right? Way to go, Toast <laughs> Personality <laughs> Profile. Nailed it. Next, we're going to find out what kind of jam we use and what oh, that means. I, oh, I, it's too early for that. Right? <laughs> Catch the Z93 Morning Buzz live weekday mornings on Z93. What ignites the most nostalgia during the holiday season? What is it for you? Eggnog. Okay, all right. Serious kind of eggnog. You don't have that any other time. No. Right? I would drink it year-round if it wasn't so terrible for you. Sure. For me, it's like Christmas cookies and and baking, because honestly, we bake once a year, and it's Christmas. That's it. Like, we we don't bake otherwise. According to a recent survey, these are the things that are most nostalgic to people. Spending time with their loved ones. Oh, yeah, I should have said that. Sorry. <laughs> That's right up there, right? Yeah. Um, decorating the Christmas tree, obviously. <laughs> seeing seeing holiday lights everywhere. Sure. These are things that make you feel nostalgia during the holiday season. Holiday music. Okay, I know you don't I, feel that way. I don't. I, I do. I don't want to rain on your parade here, yeah. your holiday parade. Holiday movies. Okay. Can you get on board with that? No. Come on, man. I don't like holiday movies. I'm sorry. Cooking holiday meals. Oh, uh, I love food. Okay. <laughs> receiving receiving holiday cards makes you feel nostalgia during the holiday season. That, that is usually nice to see. Oh, what have you been up to for the last year? Mm-hmm. And vintage decorations. Like that Christmas stuff you're trying to get rid of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything that's, that's a fire hazard, that's too. Stuff. I love it. The Z93 Morning Buzz with Brittany and Balzer. Weekday mornings on Z93. So I was reading this study that a quarter of Americans are stressed, quote, all the time. Oof. But cooking may be the key to calm. Do you like cooking? I do, but I don't know that it calms me. I think it depends for me if I'm cooking for other people. 
Okay. Like if I'm just cooking for me, that's calming. If I'm worried about if this is, especially when I'm trying a new recipe. Yeah. Like is this going to be a huge embarrassing failure or not? Um, but seven in 10 Americans consider cooking and eating as the sixth love language. Okay. So now if that's correct, then I have all six love languages. Like when someone asks me who I love languages, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. all of them. But apparently 80% of people use food as a way to comfort themselves as yes. for a stressful day. Sure. And then uh, 65% use food as a way to comfort others. I always do that. I'm like, do you want me to make you something? Yeah. Okay. Ice cream was their top go-to comfort food. Okay. Followed by pizza, pasta, burgers, and grilled cheese. And over three quarters of the people that they polled agreed that cooking is a calming task for them to do. Yeah, that's... I, I don't think that that's what it is for me. I... I enjoy it, but I also have to be in the mood to do it. Well, it, it, it there's a lot going on, right? Inle- yeah. Unless we're talking about like if I'm just making mac and cheese, like oh, yeah, sure. that's super like calming. A simple meal. But like if I'm making like an actual meal, there is some stress level to it. Yeah, but. I will say that I like the the act of cooking, right? And I like knowing that I'm making something that's going to make me feel better, make the other person feel better. Like, okay, so last night, my roommate and I both had like meh days, right? Yeah. And so I was like, why don't I make us dinner? But I didn't have a plan, right? So I'm going in the freezer. I'm like, what do we got? I have no plan. And I found these teriyaki barbecue meatballs. Okay. And they were open and are at least... They're probably a year old. Okay. Honestly. Well, and so, frozen. It's yeah, fine. I was like, this will probably be okay. And then I open it up and it, sa- it says, add the sauce to it. And I was like, oh, so they're not flavored. There's a yeah. recipe for the flavoring. So then I'm like, well, I got this can of tomato sauce. Like, not marinara. Like, yeah. it's just tomato sauce. And I'm like, well, this will work, right? Well, I mean, it would definitely help because... More than anything, were they freezer burned? Because that's oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, the absolutely. I would be. all of it. All okay, of it. Okay, got it. So then after I cook them in the tomato sauce, then we eat them. Yeah. And they are in fact barbecue teriyaki flavored. They are. And then I have tomato sauce. They weren't even bad as much as they were like, this is weird. Weird. I will never have that again, for sure. So then why did it say add sauce? I don't know. Well, probably because like you're, it says add, add sauce or gravy in one of the directions. Ooh, but then there was gravy a... Yeah, and know. teriyaki barbecue? Like, no. oh, I don't know. But I got some leftover if you want some. <laughs> it's Coffee Talk with Brittany and Balzer on Z93. Do you feel obligated to attend every holiday event you're invited to? I do. I don't actually attend them, but I do feel <laughs> obligated. Well, here's the thing. You're not supposed to feel obligated. Oh, good. In fact, turning down some invitations is good for you. It helps you avoid the holiday burnout that many people experience. In a new study, 77% of respondents said that they accept invitations to parties they don't want to go to mm-hmm. because they're afraid of the consequences of saying no. Oh. Researchers found that people don't care about rejected invitations as much as people think they do. <laughs> so... If you can't go, just say you can't go. Well, and also if you don't want to go. Like, that's the thing is I always feel like I have to have a reason to not go. But you don't say that. Right. You keep that to yourself. And also the thing to remember is that nobody cares if I go to their party. Yes, so why am I do. stressed? Z93. Put together a blog on the app and at Z933.com of last minute holiday craft, snacks, and more. Ooh. So I've got some uh, a couple ideas for kiddo crafts. Some of these are real easy, which I'm a big fan of. And then I've got some uh, budget decor ideas as well. Okay. I found this one that is like a little snow globe uh, that you can make from things from the dollar store. Nice. We love that. Um, also some snacks, including 
some no-bake wreaths. So they're basically pretzels that you put uh, melted green chocolate on there. I've seen that, yes. And then uh, I presume eat them. They didn't put that part on there. I've also seen those made with cornflakes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's also a good way They're to make sticky. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything that's sticky is just fun for kids, right? <laughs> right. Um, and then I got some beverages on there as well. So if you love glitter so much that you want to ingest it, I found some. That's uh, me. Yeah, some glitter mimosas. So those have little cranberries oh, and a fun. little rosemary sprig. And then the Grinch mimosa has been trending, it right? It has been, yes. I found a non-alcoholic version. Oh, okay. So it's a non-alcoholic Prosecco, and then it's got some other stuff in there. So that's on the blog. And then don't overthink it. Just grab a neutral cranberry. That's yes, festive. Yes, They have a bunch of delicious. different cranberry flavors, and then they also have their original cranberry. So that's a solid choice. And then I also found a way for you to make your house smell like Christmas. Oh. Basically, there's some pine, there's some cranberry. Cranberries, there's some vanilla in there. And then you can put it in the crock pot or you can put it over the stove or whatever. And then it'll just smell like Christmas in your house. That's great. Yeah, so they're all up on the Buzz blog on the app and it's Z933.com. Happy crafting, snacking, and drinking. Best of Brittany and Balzer on the Z93 Morning Buzz.